All right, hello everybody, Go. and welcome to this episode of Hypotheticals. And it's an episode of morning, and I don't mean that by the time of the day. I mean it for the Milwaukee Bucks season. I'm joined <laughs> by Tom. Tom, you freshly watched it. I watched it about probably six hours ago, but you're fresh with it. How are you feeling as a Milwaukee Bucks supporter? Honestly, mate, I just don't know what to do with my life right now. <laughs> um, I feel I've been. I've been through an emotional, just like not even roll, just elevator. I've gone from the peaks to the absolute troughs. And I just, you know what? I had hope the whole game, even at the very end of overtime, uh, when they went on that run kind of halfway through, mm-hmm. I lost hope for a little bit. I thought, no, 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 we'll pull this out of our backsides. And I don't know what to tell you. We didn't. And uh, Jimmy Buckets is a bad man. He's a bad man. So, yeah, I'm feeling well, – I just don't know how to describe it, mate. Look, look, I also didn't know how to describe it. I think, I like I said, I've had about six more hours to process this than you, and I'm feeling much calmer about it. I feel like, you know, Giannis only played two games. He was injured in the games he came back in. So I don't feel that bad, but there is, for me, one uh, person who – I feel like there is blame to be put upon. And I want to really? see if, if we think it's the same person. If you think there's anybody that particularly um, there's blame to go around, but I think there's one person and they've been sort of um, lurking in the background as someone who, uh, you know, has been talked on and off about some of their decision-making, but um, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I actually, I don't, but the mm-hmm. person who I'm going to lay blame and I thought I was going to blame him more. But he went okay, but I'm still blaming him because he still didn't do what I wanted him to do. And that person is Bud. Yep, that's the, um, that's the person I was thinking of. Okay, I, you know what? He at least he did he did one adjustment in this whole series. <laughs> he did one single adjustment, and that single adjustment was to put Leslie Matthews on Jimmy. But I mean, and he actually did a good job. Wes had a great game. Mm. But uh, I just so so late, zero other adjustments. I think Jay Crowder played all of ninety seconds in that game. Pat had a good game for the five minutes he was in. Um, I just I don't know if he, he realizes that there's more than five people on a on a team and that you can <laughs> do substitution. But this dude, he just it's like he gets to the playoffs and he's like, nah, we're just running starters. I mean, mate, oh. So anyway, you go. Tell me. So, yeah. Okay. So, because um, there's been some media stuff that's happened that you won't have seen yet. There's a big clip of Giannis going around at the moment. That's great. People are loving it. It's his reaction to someone asking if this season was a failure. You will undoubtedly see it um, soon. Great clip. Um, so I don't want to spoil that oh, one. But but okay. someone what someone. Oh, okay, oh okay. no no. I, they, anybody that's listening to this also would have seen it. I've seen it on every basketball page. I think including the NBA page. So you'll definitely see it. Um, but, uh, there's another clip as well from the same post-game interview and someone asks, do you think you made enough adjustments against Jimmy Butler? And he (laughs) says, he says angrily, we didn't, we definitely didn't. He's really mad about it. So I feel like Bud may be in the hot seat, uh, for this off season, which I personally am not necessarily against. 
Yeah, see, the thing is, is that people always look for someone to blame. And I felt like at the end of the last game, everyone wanted to hang that on Chris. Mm. But Chris, he had a great game. Mm. He had a, like a scorcher of a first quarter. He actually finished out the fourth quarter pretty well as well. Mm. Um, Drew somehow manages to always escape criticism, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just bud. He just did no adjustments, and like Jimmy was just cooking us. Mm. I don't know how he managed to get that last bucket in. I don't know why we didn't call the timeout. Yeah, like just so many things, man. And like Giannis, here's the thing: Giannis actually had a great game. Yeah, everyone could tell he was playing at like 75, 80 percent. Dude still dropped like thirty-eight, didn't he? Like and like twenty he- rebounds. Yeah, so he had a great game. Chris had a great game. Mm-hmm. Even Lopez was playing good. Yeah, uh, but I just think that he, I don't know why he didn't have Giannis. I know this might sound crazy, but Giannis probably could have spent more time on the bench just to rest him. Mm. Like I don't know, he just played them all so hard, and uh, yeah, I, I just I feel like we had all these pieces. Everyone's talking about like I mean, even uh, Ingles. You know, oh, we've got these pieces come in these vets. We're gonna you know throw to them for for a play and he just didn't play them. So it's like, mm. I don't Joe Ingles can't do anything when he plays for like nine minutes. Nine minutes he played that long. Yeah. And I think also the thing is the thing that we upgraded to was actually also kind of our weakness. Like we got all these vets, Jay Crowder, you know, yeah. Joe Ingles. Um, but what ended up happening was that that kind of ended up being a bit of a downfall because they kept getting cooked by the faster Jimmy Butler. Like they couldn't really yeah. stay in front of him. And like, despite their veteran experience, you can't, like, unfortunately, being smart doesn't beat being fast, you know? Yeah. So that kind of ended up backfiring a little bit. Uh, oh, man, it was a it was, it was a tough one. Um, and uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, also, the other thing was, so when we, when you, the play that Jimmy hit to send it into overtime, amazing shot, you know? Yeah, it's the kind of thing that only Jimmy Butler in this series is going to hit. You know, it's just, he just was that hot. Um, like even when it actually, when I saw it happening, I'm like, this is going, I knew it was going in as well. I just, in my heart, I was like, this feels like it's going in. But he said in a post game, um, in the post game, how about how that shot came about is he told Gabe Vincent, who was in- inbounding it, that like Drew Holiday, because Bud hasn't, hadn't adjusted the whole series. He knew how Drew was going to guard him, which was that he's mm. going to, he's going to follow him. So Jimmy's like, I'm just going to run around this screen. And and if you throw it in front of me, there's going to be no one in front of me because Drew isn't going to uh, like try and beat me to the spot. He's going to follow me. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened, which is, again, a lack of adjustments meant that Jimmy could cook because he knew what to expect. Yeah, and I feel like Drew, honestly, I feel like he really did the best he could. Yeah. I mean, he's had like 56 and 46 dropped on him in two games. Yeah. And I, I'm not even blaming. I feel like he was working as hard as he could. Yeah. And, but it, I, I really think that Bud just told him, just stay with it. Just keep doing the exact same mm-hmm. thing. I don't think we didn't double Jimmy. Yeah. I, like, am I am I crazy? Did we not double him at all? We didn't. Like, I, I just got the sense, I was like, every time I got the ball ISO, pick and roll or whatever it was, he just had these open looks. And I was like, we're just not, we just don't think it's worth doubling him mm. for some weird reason. I don't know how someone can drop 56 and then still not be worth doubling. Yeah, I'm, I, I really feel like, weirdly enough, I don't like to blame coaches. And look, Bud is a good coach. But it felt like the players were doing all they can, mm. like, to play. I mean, you know, this wasn't even running for open, like, 
Um, he went for one transition bucket and fell hard. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like he was he was trying to be careful the whole time. You know, Chris was taking every open three. Like, I've got no blame on them. They were mm. playing really um, – but, yeah, they just kept getting cooked. And yeah. uh, now we're cooked. Um, <laughs> and, and also, we, we didn't even touch on the Grace and Allen of it all. Um, the no shot. How did you feel about that? Um, wait, what do you mean the no shot? The like, oh, at, at overtime. Yeah. yeah, overtime to finish yeah. out the game. No, no shot attempted. Yeah, look, it's unfortunate. I will admit, I actually thought he was going to go up for the floater and not yeah. take the euro. Um, I think he just thought he had an extra like half a second, which yeah. is really all he. Um, I I can't really blame him. I actually thought the dude had a pretty all right game. I, he was working hard on defense, hit a few massive threes. Mm. I'm not hanging too much on him. Like, obviously, mm. it looks bad. And, yeah, he should have known. But he also wasn't – that wasn't the shot anyone wanted to take. Mm. So, by then, it was scrambled. Like, whatever they'd drawn up um, – well, it wasn't It wasn't out of a – wasn't – like, they, they had to just run it, didn't they? Yeah. But, like, first three or four people to take that shot didn't, as in Giannis, Chris, yeah. Drew, and Brooke. You know what I mean? So I'm like, eh, I thought Grayson actually had an all right game. I thought mm. he did his best he could. So, but that did suck. I mean, it could have at least like tried to go for the foul. But yeah. um, and on that, and on that, I mean, Giannis, he shot like ten for twenty-two yeah. free throw. It's just, and I had this moment when I was watching Chris when he got fouled and he had those three free throws in a row mm. and he hit all three of them. And I had this moment where I was like there's a good chance we wouldn't be in this position if Giannis could hit a freaking free throw. Yeah. Yeah. hundred like, percent. It was just so frustrating. And I'm sure he was frustrated. Just like watching him brick after brick. Mm. Like they weren't even, they weren't even like, <laughs> heel. you know what I mean? Like they were, uh, there was one particular one where it was so strong. It was like a bullet. And then the next one was just front rim and it like kind of limped off it. And I was like, hey, oh, like, <laughs> like you look at yeah if you look at the whole game if he hits one more out of those free throws jimmy isn't trying to do a one-hander into the like one hand alley-oop layup he's having to go for a three which i have no doubt he would have hit actually based on how well he was playing but you know it's at least a different shot it's yeah it's uh, he try he practices these free throws so much honestly i think the problem is he just takes so long i i I don't know what it's like for you. I obviously didn't watch this live, but so I always just skip. Like I have mm. ten seconds skip on my phone, and as soon as he gets the ball, I just know to hit a ten second skip yeah. because I know he's gonna muck around with it for so long. I think <laughs> he's just in his head about it, man. Like, yeah. If you think about just like practicing free throws, you never take that long. So I don't, and I, and you even see him in practice, right? Like if you see him in shooter shoot arounds, mm. whenever he gets the ball free throw practice, he gets the ball, does one bounce, and just shoots it like a normal mm. person. Why wouldn't you shoot like that in the game if that's how you're practicing it? Like he's got himself into this habit of like, and look, maybe he's tired, sure, but like he's got himself into this habit of just taking so long, and it's like, yeah, no wonder you're bricking them, dude. Like you're, you're not in a flow or rhythm. Like you're, like you're out of step with how you're practicing it. Do you know mm. what I mean? 
Yeah. And I think also it's like, you know, with a lot of athletes that kind of get like, you know, in their head, whether, you know, like people call it the yips or something when like all of a sudden you don't have a skill that you or used to have. And not like Giannis has ever been a great free throw shooter, but it's definitely like more of a mental thing, obviously, than a physical thing. It, what happens is that you start, th- it's not automatic. It, you have to start thinking like, is my shoulder aligned? You know, you kind of have to go to a weirdly manual position on something that should be kind of natural. Like when you watch Steph, Steph isn't thinking at the free throw line, is my shoulder squared up and stuff. You can see in his mind, it's like, I just got to hit the back of the rim and it's going in and he's just feeling it, you know? Um, Whereas when you watch Giannis, you can see, you can almost see everything he's thinking as it's happening. Um, So I think, I think what he has to do is he's just got to totally change up that free throw routine to, I would even, if I was him, because he's got an all right form on like his fadeaway or something. Mm-hmm. I would think about, is there a way we can kind of morph it so that it's a little bit more like that, where it's a little bit more, his whole body is just in a rhythm when he let go, when he lets go of it. Cause it can't really get worse. So he's may as well just try some stuff out and see what, <laughs> that, what happens, you know? Honestly, just pull a plumbly and he's got nothing to lose. He might as well start doing them left hand. Yeah. And um, I just, no single part of me actually thought we'd ever lose this series. And I can't believe that we have. Mm. And I really thought we were going to pull it back. And uh, I mean, I don't know where we go from this series, to be honest, because everyone's getting old. Like mm. uh, that was really obvious to me. Everyone's getting really old. We need to stop getting old dudes. Like we need to start getting younger dudes. If you look at the be- like the best people who played, honestly, like Pat Connaughton, Grayson, they're great series. Like, mm. uh, cause they're young and they can run, you know? Um, I don't know, man. I just like, I don't know where we go from here, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know how we lose to Miami. We thought, like, people can say, oh, Giannis was hurt. He sat out for two games. It honestly shouldn't have mattered. We should have swept him anyway. Mm. Like, Chris had a decent series. Lopez had a great series. Like, I, I have no idea why we lost. I genuinely don't. I think it's just, when I say we have no idea, I have no idea how we managed to, we managed to lose, yeah. is what I mean. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty poor form because let's be frank, if we made it to the second round, no way New York's been, especially with a banged up Randall. Yeah, like you know, it's that's basically a free ride to the conference finals. Probably would have lost to the Celtics in it, but you know, whatever, still could have made it uh, and a run for it. And um, yeah, um, it sucks, man. You know what it is? Now that you're mentioning it, I think I know what it is a little bit. You're right. We have older players; they're a little slower. And when you think of the the sort of Bucks philosophy, which is play random. If you're a bit slower and you're playing a team like Miami, which is aggressive, they are just going to play hard defense on you and it's going to be harder to make passes that weren't pre-planned with a screen, you know, or something like that. Like, it's because we're going to be too slow. They'll be able to read it and get in the passing lane. So I think you're right. It's going to need, if we want to keep Bud, we're going to need youth. But I think, I actually just think the play is just mix up the coach because I think it's, it's, it's the same criticisms every year. Um, you know, every, ever since he started, actually, it's been the same criticisms that if we're going to lose, it's because Bud's too stubborn. And I think Giannis is at a point when um, we need a coach who draws up really good plays and, uh, and, and it's, and the coach is someone that the other team kind of fears as well a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be uh, interesting to see, mate. But mm. um, yeah, it's uh, commiserations. And yes, commiserations. <laughs> Very surprising ones. I didn't think that we'd be here, but emergency, we lost. Yeah. Uh, so. 
that's that. <laughs> um, well, Tommy, I want to thank you for getting on for this emergency pod. I'll upload this ASAP so that we so that people can get on it and understand what it's like from a Buck fan perspective. Um, I just wanted to ask one last yeah. question. What's well, I was just going to say, just before you get there, I mean, this is the thing. Everyone thinks being a Bucks supporter is just, you know, smooth sailing. Like, how good is it? It's all it's all dubs, you know, no worries. But the thing is, mate, we've been on this train for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's frustration, it's heartbreak. It's uh, gaslighting at the highest level, really. I feel like Bud's gaslit me. Um, and <laughs> it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go with your question. Okay, my question seems is slightly unrelated, but it's just sort of heading into next season, and it's got nothing to do with the actual makeup of the Bucks. When you think of who the Milwaukee Bucks' biggest rivals are in the NBA, like the team that you most like for our team to beat, who is like in the top three for you? Like, who's the teams that you love watching the Bucks beat the most? Celtics. Yep. <laughs> Always. Or- Number one. <laughs> um. After this, it might be Miami, but I probably wouldn't have said that before. But Miami was was on it for me just from the bubble. Yeah, I guess. Um, but we just creased them so hard in you know those two playoffs, whatever it was. Um, I'm trying to think of like a third big team. I don't know. I don't feel like there's any teams in the West uh, that we really have any kind of rivalries with. Um, what did you have as a third team? I have kind of like two. I had the Nets when it was the KD Nets um, and the Sixers. Yeah, I guess the Sixers just because the matchup of Giannis and Embiid. Um, But yeah, for me, it's mostly just the Celtics, to be honest. (laughs) Just I love seeing them get crushed, but it won't be happening uh, because we won't even get there. So, Okay, actually, yeah. Very, very final thought. How far do you think Miami can go? If Jimmy Butler is going to be in Super Saiyan mode, uh, how far do you think Miami can reasonably go? Well, see, honestly, this I'm actually really interested for the next series because I actually think that Tibbs will do some adjustments and lock down Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is that they don't have much other firepower other than Brunson. Like Randall sucks, and um, uh, the kind of they're all over the shop. Have New York coming out of the next series, uh, so I don't think the Heat will make make it past. And then obviously they'll get crushed by the. Celtics so that's fair that's fair all right Tommy well thanks for the emergency pod mate we'll have to do uh, another one later in the um later in the playoffs even though it'll be disappointing that the Milwaukee Bucks are no longer involved but I want to appreciate the fact that you took the lunchtime out and in the wake of your (laughs) emotional shock of watching the overtime (laughs) loss I appreciate it man (laughs) can we be sponsored by uh some kind of help or something like online mental health professional because I think I needed after watching this team blow uh, a first seed like home advantage, home court advantage so better help if you're listening please give us that promo code, I need it Absolutely and as always everybody uh, to end it off, we'd like to say Finn 